All right, for some reason, our next guest isn't here yet. He's running around the hallways. It's supposed to be John Ricolta, the former ambassador of the United States uh, to the Air United Arab Emirates, and he's just not here just yet. So, gentlemen, we are going to be filling some time here um, as he makes his way onto the stage, and he thinks he's going to get his entire nine minutes. Well, well you he's know. cutting himself short, right? <laughs> You know, Mark, uh, I, I think Dave uh, asked the question a little while ago about whether or not there were any areas in the report, the growth report, that that maybe should have been accentuated more or that she thought. And, and you know, one of the things, I think there is one. Uh, and to me, it is, in, I'm very comfortable saying there is a significant underclass in Wayne County. Much of it is Detroit, but not all of it. And, the, you know, in many counties or cities, it's not as big, so maybe it doesn't have the same impact. But I think there's got to be more effort to make sure that we do something with that underclass in terms of opportunities and a number of other things. Because, I mean, that's growth. I mean, if, if you've got 100,000 people outside the workforce for whatever reason, and you get them back in the workforce. So you're talking about the challenges you're facing with people that aren't in the workforce yeah, that right. are living in and, some of these areas. And are, are chronically not in the workforce. A lot uh, of times it's uh, maybe they don't have the educational opportunity. They don't have it's a the, lot of things. Oftentimes it's considered, well, they don't want to work, but that's not true. Mm -hmm. uh, in most instances, that's not true. And so if there needs to be uh, anything that we focus on more than, particularly in, in Wayne County, is what do we do with that underclass in terms? I mean, you got workforce development training and a bunch of other things, but if people aren't prepared for the training, uh, then it doesn't do any good to say you've got the training. The training's got to create results. Yeah. And, and Warren, it's not just in Wayne County, and I think Mark would agree. And, and, you know, I represent Oakland County, and it's viewed as a very successful and prosperous county. But there, this, this issue exists there as well. We, we have lots of different kind of communities, and one of the things that I've tried to lean in on is say, is this a welcoming a, a, a place where we're, uh, we're providing services and opportunities for everyone to be successful? And meeting them where they're at. You know, we have an initiative around returning citizens, right? These folks sometimes get left through the cracks. But sure. we, we want everyone to be successful who's willing to step up and, and do the work and, and have, a, have a successful life. And so it, it's bigger than Detroit and it's bigger than Wayne County. And it, 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 I think it's a statewide and a, county and a, a countrywide issue. I'm glad you brought it up. And I'm not I think sure the, if you guys are faced with the same challenge, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking at our, our workforce numbers. 440,000 people are in our workforce. We've got relatively low unemployment, 4%. We're seeing that birth to death ratio kind of reverse itself. More people are dying than being born. It's kind of one of those morbid things to talk about, but it's <laughs> realistic. you got the baby boomers retiring out. Yet in Macomb County, you got 44,000 jobs available in pretty much every industry sector. And so the question is, you know, how do we fill these jobs? But i got to believe that's still somewhat of a challenge in Oakland or Wayne, too. You probably have a lot of job openings, but how do we get these people connected to those jobs and at the same time try to get people to want to move here for other job opportunities that maybe find this place attractive because of the way we promote it through this uh, initiative that we're trying to push forward with. with the yeah, I agree. And, you know, sometimes it's not that there aren't, I mean, I, as I look around, there's a plethora of workforce development programs, almost to the point that that becomes confusing. What program and how are we letting people know Fitting people to the programs. I mean, I. It's sometimes know, not as easy to access as we like to, you know, portray it to be. I, I, be. I almost remember and appreciate the days when there was the news 
in the free press. Period. You had two sources that people knew to go to. Now there are so many social media sources and other things. I don't know who's getting what message. I know we try to flood the market with messages, but when you're flooding the market with messages and you're flooding the market with programs for workforce development, it's enough to confuse anybody. It's funny you say that. I mean, think about that when you go back as a kid. I remember getting out of high school. There wasn't many jobs available, so what did I do? I went to the want ads in the newspaper and circled a few and made some phone calls and even showed up a close. But that's become a challenge now. So how do you navigate that? Uh, How do you give kids access to it? Credit to the school districts in Macomb County in particular, ISD, working with the various um, school districts in Macomb County, uh, trying to make sure that within those schools, they're doing a good job of trying to figure out how they get these kids connected to jobs. Even the manufacturing day celebrations that we do. I mean, it's, uh, well, I'll tell you, every school district participates in Macomb County, every school district, and they bring these kids in these facilities that maybe have an interest or at least see if there is an interest. And those manufacturing facilities, these advanced manufacturing facilities, are far different than what they were when you and I, as kids sure. growing up, understood them to be. So we're trying to connect them to something that they might have an interest in. And you bring up a good point because uh, I think the other thing that's shifting now and needs to shift more is, yes, you can have a great career with a, with a four-year degree or a two-year degree, but there's a lot of other ways through manufacturing and in other programs to make a decent level through the skill trades, through other things. And so we've got to be open to letting our kids pursue all sorts of different opportunities because they're out there. It's and like being a police officer. I remember, boy, we competed. It was uh, you had like 30, 40 people competing for one job opening, and you probably went through the same thing, Warren, you know, back when you were first trying to get hired in. Now we're begging people to come into the workforce to be a police officer, to take a job as a corrections officer working in these facilities. It's an incredible challenge. I just, I just don't understand what the lack of interest is. Well, it, I'm thinking about going back. Yeah. <laughs> and, and different than that, there is there are so many industries that are in demand that we don't provide all of the programming for. Uh, aeronautics, for example. You've got a world-class airport, a lot of things that are but we don't have programs to feed it, whether it's pilots or flight engineers or whatever. A lot of work to be done in those areas, stuff that we can do. Yeah. Hey, we, just, we finally got our guest here. He's been so busy. He's highly sought after. Uh, he's been uh, walking around the conference floor. He's been up on stage many a time. Uh, John Ricolta, as I mentioned, the former ambassador of the United States, uh, of the United States to the United Arab Emirates, and also the conference co-chair. That's the reason why he's so busy. And uh, obviously, uh, he and Shirley Stancato are leading the governor's growing Michigan effort together. And we heard you up on stage. Great job. It's unfortunate we're coming to a close here. But a quick word, John, because uh, you got up here kind of late. But if you could just uh, give a shout out to the crowd here. Well, first of all, I couldn't say enough about the chamber and the organization that they put together for this. If there's one thought that I would leave everybody is that we have this moment. And Michigan has been in decline for 70 years in one aspect or another. We need to reverse that. Uh, the political establishment is here today. Uh, we've articulated clearly the challenges that we have. And this moment is, in my view, a slow developing crisis. It's not something that's going to hurt us tomorrow or the next day. But if we don't reverse what's happening, we will leave our children and our grandchildren in a worse spot than they are today. And John, you're 100% right, and again, we appreciate that. John Ricolta with the uh, Carpe Diem, seize the day, seize the moment. Let's make this happen in Michigan. We're so glad that you're taking the lead, and you're doing an incredible job on behalf of the state of Michigan. Thank you for having us today, and thank you for WJR for being here. You bet. Again, thank you. Uh, And again, you're listening to the Paul W. Smith Show. Focus on WJR, 760 AM.